Peace, peace, peace. This is your sister, Jamil. And welcome to the first episode of Shrewd Observations. So, today is July 23rd, 2020. And it is my mother's birthday. So, I thought it would be fitting to do the first episode today because these installments are part of a book dedicated to the things that my mother has told me that I've had time in my life to reflect upon and continue to reflect upon. So Shrewd Observations is dedicated to my mother, Amina. Today she would be 69 years old, so Ashe. So why shrewd observations? Like I said, my mom dropped some jewels on me when I was young. Like, I mean, not even trying to. Just, you know, in the course of her frustration and, you know, just daily, you know, life, just being able to express herself in the best way she could she would just be talking to herself sometime which even that is something that um i have openly uh, admitted that i do and i understand and you know um it is my intention in sharing these shrewd observations these observations these things that my mother told me and other things that i've heard too mind you Um, But in sharing these things, um, just give us time to reflect upon some of these jewels because she truly dropped jewels on me, you know. And of course, as a child, you know, you don't understand anything. You you examine it from, you know, the perspective of your child mind, which most times is wrong. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But again, um if we are truly fortunate we can recall upon some of these things and truly get um continual jewels from and um it is my pleasure um to share my healing experience um with whoever will listen and whoever could benefit from it you know benefit from it if not you know Thank you for listening. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But um, again, today being my mom's birthday, her day that she came into this world, I say that looking at the events that are going on right now in the world, um, I can't believe it. You know, I can, but, you know, it's like, ooh, here we go again. Because I can remember stories that my mom would tell me about her childhood and some of the things that she experienced in terms of, you know, um, things going on in the world. And as the ch- as the youngest sibling to the four that my grandmother had, she she saw it from a child's eyes. So, you know, this violent... Um, these violent, excuse me, these violent outbursts against, you know, um, 
the melanated people, the Moors, you know, um, the indigenous people of this land, seeing that as a child shaped and molded the way that she in turn ended up raising us. Because my mother raised us with a lot of pride, like just on some just, you know, she told us it did not matter where we were you know where we lived or you know what i you know what the outside of our neighborhood looked like the inside of my mother's house was always immaculate the way she carried herself was always just especially outside the way my mother carried herself oh believe me you knew she came from royalty the things that happened inside the house well, let's just say, throughout these podcasts, I'm sure you'll be able to draw up your own picture. And while it will not be 100% accurate, I'm sure you'll be able to relate to at least some of it. One of the things my mom used to say, until you walk in my shoes, you will never know. Now... I know that anyone listening to me right now can truly understand that. People don't always understand why we do what we do, when we do, and how we do it. Because they're not in that position, in your space, in your body, doing this, making this decision. They don't know all the things that you weigh in some of the decisions that you make or don't make. Because inaction is still a thing. When you're called to action and you do nothing, that's still an action. It's the action of doing nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But until you walk in a person's shoes, you don't know why they're doing what they're doing. They might have a plan you don't know nothing about. They might see it from a perspective and they obviously do that you just are not weighing in your decision, especially as a child. So when my mother used to say this to us as children, until you walk in my shoes, you know, y'all will never know what it is. Well, I may not walk in the same exact shoes, but I'll be goddamn if I didn't turn around and live out some of the same illness some of the same programming some of the same falsehood ideology dogma so while I didn't walk in her shoes the shoes I was in because I was her child her daughter being raised by her and how she was molded oh trust me i i was i was starting to see what she talked about what she was talking about then and definitely now as a mother as a woman who's had relationships of all kinds i now see what she means about walking in her shoes and how we couldn't judge her for the decisions that she made 
Now, these podcasts and true observations are not about glorifying my mother in no way because I'll do that in private. But what it is, is an opportunity for us to reflect upon our childhood as we continue to heal. See, people think that when you start this healing process, you ain't going to have to go back and deal with all them little creeps and corners that happened when we were children. Things that went on the way we were raised, just the mindset in which we were raised. Some of us were raised with the mindset of lack. That's why we so fucked up now. Financially. We don't know how to deal with it. We don't know how to deal with wealth and legacy. Generational wealth escapes us for several reasons. Most of which is programming. So how do you break the chip? Well, one of the things you can do is take something like this. And realize when you look around and you see some people doing some things that may look strange. Really reflect why they may be doing that. But see, here's the thing. Instead of criticizing. Instead of pointing fingers. How about we ask why? (laughs) You know what I mean? That's one of the things I can say. As my mother's child that she would say today is that I always ask why. I needed to know why everything. So when she said until I walked in her shoes, I wanted to understand why. So one thing that really comes to mind with everything that's going on right now. Is she used to talk about where we were. And making the best of what we had. And we used to wonder why my mother didn't do certain things, why she wasn't trying to buy all these fancy things because we wanted to be like the kids at school parents. You know what I'm saying? We wanted, you know, we wanted my mother, you know, we loved my mother. We was prideful. You got to remember she raised us with that, that little chip on our shoulder. You know, don't let nobody know what's going on in our house. Everything look good. You walk out of here clean, your hair done, your clothes clean, you know, your shoes ain't run over. You better, you know, speak proper. You know what I'm saying? Let everybody know that it's right up in here. Don't get it twisted. Because, see, we was the only ones that looked like us in my neighborhood once my mother started doing a little bit better work in three jobs, which we didn't understand then was major. <laughs> but as someone who has now worked three jobs, oh, trust me when I tell you, woo, it ain't easy. She made that look easy. And you want to know how I know because I made it look easy for my children. I've had my experiences with that. But here's the thing, right? We wondered why my mother wasn't doing like everybody else, you know. What we didn't realize is that she wasn't raised in a position, well, should I say with the mindset, you know what I'm saying, to invest as much as, it was saved. Because see my mother could save. Or she had savings. But when it came to making her money grow. She didn't learn that till later. Because see the gift was my mother loved numbers. See I'm not a math person. Math escapes me. 
Oh my gosh, I can't even believe it. Like I love math and and it's my you know, it's my it's my battle too. <laughs> but back to this thing with my mom, you know, we we wondered why she wouldn't get the washing machine and dryer and uh, and the dishwasher and all this stuff. You know, one time I asked her, "Oh, you know, so and so got a dishwasher. We should get a dishwasher." She looked at me. She said, "You are the dishwasher. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You are the dishwasher." I didn't understand why she wasn't putting herself in debt, but see, my mother understood because she loved numbers and she watched, she watched the stock market and all that stuff like that. She understood that debt was a problem. More that it was another form of slavery. And she refused to be a slave. And so... Until I walked in her shoes and understood that I didn't want to be a slave neither. I couldn't understand what she was saying then. You know, so I I was mad, you know, because I ain't had a most expensive this and that. But you know what? After a while, I realized that we had something better. Because, see, my mom could sew. And I'm grateful for that gift because not only... Can, you know, did she pass it on to me? My daughter actually got a degree in fashion design and merchandising. So see, that's something that was in us because my grandmother was a coat maker. One of the first to work with fur on a commercial level. You understand the women in my family, we worked hard. They worked hard, I work hard, my children work hard. But we refuse to be slaves. And I thank my mother for that. I thank her, even though she wasn't able to always communicate what it was she felt. She did let us know that she loved us in other ways by teaching us about this world and what was going on then and what was coming. What's going on now? I've been preparing for this all my life. I raised my children preparing them for this. See, I raised them that it wasn't where we was at. It was what we did with where we was at. And learning to take advantage of the things right here around us. being appreciative for the things that we already had and for each other but most of all for a mind that knew how to think understanding that being free was better than anything else I'm going to close with this one of the other things my mom said was, do what you gotta do so you could do what you wanna do. Be free, y'all. Get yourself free. Learn how to think. Learn how to think for yourself. Whatever it takes, by any means necessary. 
arm yourself with what you need to thrive. There's an opportunity at hand. One that I'm grateful to my mother for preparing me for. Now's the time to be free. Be done with this shit, y'all. Be in this world, but not of it. I thank you. And I offer you the opportunity to share with me what you think about until you walk in my shoes. Did your mom, your dad, did they tell you something like that? Did you see them struggle? Did you see them want to be free? Don't you want to be free? They worked hard, yo. They worked hard so you didn't have to live the life that they did. Like I said, today is my mom's birthday. And I want to honor her life. I thank her for the choice of keeping me and raising me the best she could and one of the greatest gifts she gave me was the full-on desire to be free y'all I will do that any way I have to and I suggest you do the same cause it is nothing like your freedom know who you are and be free Know your rights. Know your birthright. Optimal health is your birthright in every aspect of yourself. Let me know, y'all. Let me know what you got to do now so you could do what you want to do later. I thank you for listening. Please reach out, share. Share your thoughts with me. Share this information with whoever you like. And, um, yeah, be free, y'all. Be happy. Because it's an inside job. Peace and love.